Hey guys, welcome back to another Imprint Conversation. Um, my name is Anka. I'm part of the Imprint team, and I'm joined with St St Flows. I suppose you know. Yeah, Samson. Lovely stuff. Yeah, yeah. So today's topic is gonna be on music, and we're calling it our sound wave. So I was thinking, let's start off with being a bit transparent and talking about how. How has music impacted our lives on the type of genres we've listened to and what's that done to like our mentality and our lifestyle and stuff like that? So yeah, let's take it away. Yeah, I think f- music for me, um, anytime people ask me like, what's your, or what, what were your influences in mm. music? Um, I always make references to hip hop. Yeah. And I know Sasa can relate as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I grew up on. So yeah. just a lot of like 90s mm. type of music. Um, and obviously the content of that music was a lot of uh, it talked a lot about the struggle and all these things Yeah. and I could relate to that music I mean the content of that music mm. so um, I think it was through that that I also began to realise what I also possessed mm. you know, as far as my, my skill set and, mm. my, and my talent and writing and also just composing music is concerned yeah so, and as far as um music impacting my life, I would say it's done a lot. It kind of kind of revealed to me what I possessed innately, mm. but also it helped me sharpen my skills as well. Yeah, because the more you're listening to people like Nas and mm. and all these Jay Zs and that, the more <laughs> you're being challenged to write, you know, more in depth and all these things. So. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's done a lot for me, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, man. How about you, Mr. Victus? <laughs> the man himself. Um, um, music has done so much. Mm. I've, like, to me, I don't even know where I'd be without music, honestly. Mm. Like, um, it's just taught me a form of expression. Yeah. From the times when I was younger and I didn't really know how to express myself. Mm. I could do it through an instrument. Back then... All I was playing was instruments. I wasn't even rapping mm, at that time. Mm, mm, mm. Um, then I was growing up listening to like different people. Like um, you had like your Joey Badass, mm-hmm. Trance Rapper, Tyler the Creator. Like those are people that I was listening to when I was. Um, this is when I started listening to music properly for myself mm. because I feel like initially I was just listening to like what was made, like the mainstream hit song at the time. But <laughs> yeah, now that I got to that point where I started listening to music for myself because. Mm. I was very relate. I could relate to them a lot, mm. and when I started expressing myself through music, I started thinking, okay, I'm gonna become a producer. I started like trying to do things with my keyboard in my dining room, plug mm. it into my laptop. Like, mm. but yeah, I was like, it just became a thing where those were the things that I used to just express my how I felt. Yeah, and then later when I got into writing poems, and then that mm. became like. Um, rapping out you know mm-hmm. um but yeah like i just um i realized that a lot of artists just talk about their reality yeah and when you realize when artists aren't talking about the reality because it looks very forced mm. they'll be talking about something that is it even not, yeah, their yeah. world yeah <laughs> yeah literally and that's that's when it comes out wrong and that's when you see like mm. these other artists that aren't really doing things because of how they feel, but because of what the trend in fashion is at the time. Mm. Mm. You have people talking about the struggle, like as he was talking about, that's because that's what they were actually going mm. through. Mm. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's when music is really real, when it's literally just an expression of your reality. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, so 
growing up, do you guys feel like music has, well, sometimes like almost shaped how you think about certain things and how you act and stuff? Yeah, one hundred, one hundred, yeah, one hundred percent. Obviously, if we're being a bit transparent here, I think for me, no cap, but the area I grew in was quite rough. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I grew up around a lot of. It's only by the grace of God that we're actually here in the way yeah. that we're here, because things could have really gone in a different way. Yeah. Um. So when I really got into listening to like, and and mind you, the '90s music I'm referring to, I'm not even trying to say what it talks about is just gangs and killings mm. and all these mm. things, because there are some conscious rappers as mm. well. Yeah. They talk a, a lot of meaningful mm. conscious rap. Mm. Um, about the struggle and all these things, but mm. I guess the the core of that music was a lot of violence as mm. well, mm. um, a lot of gang talk and all yeah. these things, and I could relate to that mm. because where I grew up from, there was a lot of that around me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, and even though I like, uh, if I can say it, this way, I had my head screwed on, mm. it was still affecting how I perceived life mm. inevitably, if that makes sense. So I would step outside feeling like, you know, it is where it is. Mm. Like you can go today type thing, mm. you know? Mm. And I was telling a couple of my friends not too long ago how I think we were just reflecting in the past. Yeah. And I made mention of how at one point in life pff, where I, I could wake up and just have the feeling that today could be the day. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And that's not because of how my mind was was shaped because of how it was just all music related yeah, yeah. and just the environment you grew up mm. in and all these things. So I think music has a part to play. And even mm. when we look at now, I mean, the evidence is there for itself, yeah. really and truly. So it definitely changed how I, how I perceived life mm. and the conscious side of it too as well. It, it, it broadened my perspective on mm. just certain issues in life as well, like the, the political structures and all these things, the corruption and all these mm. topics that they always talk about. Mm. Yeah, it taught me a lot. To be very, uh, to be very honest, so yeah. yeah. Oh, what about you, though? For me, um, <laughs> for me, I think I grew up in a different context, mm. so I wouldn't say I grew up like in an area where there's what should I call it, like, roadruns, basically, mm. like going <laughs> a peaceful area where mm. there's not much going on and stuff. Mm. But because of the music I started listening to, I was kind of drawn to that lifestyle. That makes okay. sense, and then that like introduced me to that kind of friends group and lifestyle and stuff. And then mm. that's when things went downhill. But so yeah, it was like it was similar, but I grew up differently. Different, but yeah. then I got brought into that thing, and that's, that's like shifting my mindset and how you should see life and see people and mm. my aspirations in a sense and stuff like that. So mm. well, yeah, how about you, Samson? Um, so can you repeat the question? <laughs> um, so like, um, growing up, do you feel how do you feel like music has inf- like impacted mm. your thoughts and stuff oh, like okay. that? Um, um. When it comes to like the environment that I was brought up in, mm. um, my environment was quite similar to yours actually. Yeah. It was quiet. Mm. There wasn't much stuff going on. But um it was a thing where the kind of um struggle I would mm. say that wasn't um that I wasn't in, I was in a different kind of struggle. Yeah. Where it was about because there was mostly people that didn't look like me in the area, yeah, yeah. like my family in the area. So it was a different kind of struggle. Mm. It was based on the way I looked or the way I spoke or yeah. uh, where my parents were from or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when you go into that kind of environment, 
when you're listening to because like, I would listen to people like J. Cole, like mm. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. They were they would speak about the struggles that they went through mm-hmm. in the neighborhoods that and, and the struggle was different to mine. Mm. But it helped me become way more relatable to the people that I'd known that mm. had been through that struggle. Mm. Yeah. Where like J. Cole had talked about it as a form of ignorance. Mm. But an mm. ignorance that's almost not their fault when mm. they behave in a particular mm. way. Yeah. Like he would just talk about how when those, when there are those people that are literally going through times where their parents are going through substance mm. abuse, your friends are dying around you. Like, what mm-hmm. else do you expect mm-hmm. them to to? Yeah. Like, how do you expect them to behave? Yeah, and and um, it just opens your eyes to a completely different world yeah. that you haven't yeah. hadn't seen before. Um, but um, at the same time, like there were other artists as well that I listened to that was still depict that mm. kind of struggle that I was going through in terms of yeah. Um, like racism and things like that. Mm. Um, so yeah, I would definitely say like it impacted me very positively in being able to understand other people mm. and understand different walks of life and how mm, different mm, people mm, behave yeah. and be able to look at people through other, but like just be in other people's shoes basically. Mm. Um, and and it taught me a lot as well mm. about social constructs Boy, and yeah, politics. Yeah. People Boy. like, hey, goodness, people <laughs> like um, um, Capital Steez. Like, oh my gosh. The amount of stuff that I learned just by <laughs> listening to, like even simple lines, like um, I remember one that Jacob had in Fast Squad. He said, "All good jokes contain truth." Like, yeah. the, thing, the thing is actually so true, it's, though. It's actually yeah. so true. Yeah. Like, there are so many different social constructs and stuff that I've been able to see and bring mm. down and be able to understand them better because of the music yeah. I was listening to. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. So, like now transitioning into the more Christian side of things, mm-hmm. as we've like. Started to, I was really like, oh, starting to like listen to more gospel music, Christian music. How do you think, how do you guys feel like that's changed the way you think and see your life and just yourself as a, like your character and stuff? Mm. Yourselves. Yeah, boy, this one, because you know, like music and all these things, and that they can impact, mm. as we were just discussed, yeah. it can shape your mentality mm. and all those things. And imagining listening to these things for, a good number of years. Mm. You can only imagine the stronghold that you've <laughs> you've, you've yeah. established. So, I think trying to reverse that mm. is no never is never an easy process. Mm. Yeah. So, for instance, for me now, um, I mean, I used to, um, like if we're talking about playlists and all these things, mm. I used to have, um, you know, I had my playlist, the worldly side of mm. music, but then I also had my gospel mm. playlist. But now, and it, it was a uh, it was a transition that I actually never saw. Mm. It just happened to be, and I think this is where the grace of God comes in and just, you know, the evidence of uh, true transformation. Yeah. You know, as a result of the encounters you've had with mm. God and all these things, because honestly speaking, I really don't listen to secular music. Mm. Like my, my phone has nothing like that. Yeah. And one day I was sitting there and I was thinking, how did this happen? Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Because... I could go to church, listen to all the uh, gospel music and everything. Mm. But then I'll, um, when I come out of that context, I'm banging out all yeah. these other circular music and mm. all these things. Especially the tunes that other people are playing around you. Yeah, the yeah. hot ones and mm. like the ones on top currently and all these things. <laughs> but you're hearing these things and you're thinking, these things don't interest you no more. And mm. the question is, how did that happen? Mm. how did I go from listening to hip hop every day mm. to now barely listening to all these things and um, I think realistically it's just you know the the, the growth in it mm. um, that comes about as a result of your walk with God and mm. everything so um, for anyone listening I think because I know 
people, you know, do you, it's always a, a topic that we discuss yeah, as yeah. well. Um, am I, is it okay for a Christian to listen <laughs> to secular music? So how often do you ask that question? Mm. And I think the reason why people tend to ask that question is because, uh, for obviously for various reasons, but mm. I think there's uh, beneath that, there is that realization that is it's not e- as easy as we think mm. to completely cut off yeah. the music you've grown up on, mm. and then now just all of a sudden come and listen to gospel music. Mm. I, I can guarantee you, if the grace of God is not involved in that, then it will be a difficult process. Yeah. In it, yeah. so I think for anyone listening, it's just um, realizing that uh, um, I don't think listening to it is bad, mm. like secular music. I don't mm. think it's bad at all. I just think that, you know, like we we've discussed, ensuring that it doesn't form a stronghold in mm. your mind and shape your perceptions and all these things. And as far as you're able to dictate how things operate mm. in your mind, yeah. then you're good. I believe so anyway. And everyone's different. Do you mm. know what I mean, for some it's like no, you know what? Let me cut this off completely. Yeah. For some it's like you know what? I know how to handle this. Yeah, so I'll yeah. listen to it either way, but mm. I know how to cap it. So mm. yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, like something. So do you do you? I didn't to what I see. Just said, mm. do you think that Christians should should listen to secular music? Mm. Um, I think the answer to this question is very subjective. Mm. Um, and even when you talk about secular music, you have to think about what kind of secular yeah, music you're yeah. listening to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, right, right. The, um, there was a time when I was growing up when I was listening to barely any gospel music. Mm. Then I had a period of about a year or two where it was literally just gospel music. Mm. I was even listening to. Um, like even if it was if I wanted to listen to rap, I listened to gospel rap. Mm. Like I wasn't mm, listening mm, to mm. any yeah. any secular music at all. But then, like it got to a point where <laughs> I didn't even know how to word this properly. <laughs> I was trying to um, get to my own stage of writing my own music, mm. and I was realizing the creative um, the creativity that I had before when yeah. I was listening to secular mm. music was almost not there <laughs> and it's because the music that i'm trying to create mm. is not a replica but very similar to mm. the secular music i was mm. listening to yeah i'm not talking about what they were speaking about but sonically mm-hmm. like mm. the, the sound mm-hmm. so cool so i went back into listening to secular music again but mm. the kind of secular music i was listening to i was very selective mm-hmm. yeah very very selective now i've mentioned artists like kendrick lamar mm. and j cole these are artists that if I'm listening to secular music, those are the ones I listen to majority of the time. Yeah. Now, they are both artists that v- are very vocal about their own faith as well. Mm. They're very vocal. Yeah. They're very vocal about their own walk with God. Mm. But they're also very vocal about times when temptation is on their back. Yeah. Or um, they might have found it very difficult to walk in God's purpose for their mm. lives. A lot of people don't realize that. Like, I think honestly, if you remove all of the um like let's say the, the swearing from their music a lot of people won't realize how much of gospel artists they actually are yeah like mm. there's so many scriptural references that both of them incorporate in their music mm. and um biblical references and talk about how they are really trying to be christ-like yeah um so in terms of that i think you just have to be but the thing is at the end of the day still the majority of what i listen to is gospel music yeah, yeah. the majority of what like i have more worship playlists than i have mm. um secular playlists mm-hmm. i don't even think i don't even think i have any secular playlists but <laughs> but yeah so like it's just it, it's about what you allow to minister to your spirit man because mm. there can be times where i'm listening to 
secular music maybe more often mm. and I'll feel it. I'll feel that there's something yeah. missing and I'll have to go back to gospel mm. to listen to it. But, but um but yeah, <laughs> I know some people might disagree, but <laughs> it is what it is. Right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um I feel like both of you kinda kinda touched on this, but mm. so for people who are trying to step away from secular music, quote unquote, mm. but and trying to step more into like listening to gospel, gospel. how would you advise them in that sense? Um, hmm. yeah, I think, I think this one, <laughs> nah, because I can understand, you know what I mean? The, the different, like I was saying, mm. it's, it's not, it's not, everyone's different, of course. Yeah. But, uh, to answer your question, um, I think the more you, you surround yourself, um, because Samson mentioned something very important, how essentially all of this is a, a form of ministration to your spirit, man. Mm. Whether you know it or not, yeah, there's, yeah. that's what's happening yeah. behind Literally. the scenes. Mm. Yeah. You might know it, you might not know yeah, it, but yeah. Yeah, that's the, do you know, do you know what I mean? Mm. And um, the question is, to what extent is your spirit, man, or, or, or are you able to withstand um, the music you're listening to from, mm. from impeding on your yeah. th- your decision-making mm. or impacting how you think and how you, you, you act in a particular mm. situation? And that's why this answer is a bit um, subjective and like mm. it's not like a concrete do this, do mm. that because everyone's different. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? For some people, um, it might be a situation where you have to lock off circular, circular yeah, music yeah, all, yeah. all together mm-hmm. um, just to, you know, feed your spirit, man, with, mm. with something positive, essentially. Uh, but with other people, I think it's just uh, they know how to strike that balance. Mm. And the way they, they go about that is... Um, like Samson was saying, not necessarily listening to secular music that might have profanity in it mm. or, or, or secular music that might, you know, explicitly mm. uh, reveal certain things. Yeah. But we have secular music that uh, we deem or, or term secular music, but you can learn things from as well. Yeah, definitely. Do you know what I mean? That's where the whole conscious rap comes from. So perhaps for certain individuals who might be listening to this now, mm. it might be a situation where you, you alter what your secular music mm. now becomes. Yeah. So does it now switch from listening to someone always swearing and this and that mm. to perhaps a Kendrick or a J. Cole-esque mm. type of person mm-hmm. so that although you're listening to secular music, you're still learning something from yeah. it. Mm. And that's what that's what I did. Did you what Samson mm. was saying? I can relate to it so much because mm. I went from listening to all this drug talk and mm. gang... <laughs> <laughs> all the gangs and all these things mm. to actually um so so at that time i was listening to both yeah like a lot of the violence and this and that but also the people like the 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 j Cole's and the kendricks and and all that stuff mm. but i kind of shifted more so towards those guys yeah and kind of slowly mm. but eventually i abandoned mm. all the other type of secular music that were exposing all profane things and all that mm. stuff and then as I progressed, I now found myself in a place where I was listening to gospel more than secular music. Yeah. Then eventually, it was just like I, my taste, my appetite for <laughs> secular music just finished. So, yeah, yeah man, it's, 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 it's just being uh, real with yourself, mm. if I can put it that way, and knowing what you can handle and what you can't handle, mm. knowing just you know yourself, mm. if that makes sense, and advise yourself accordingly. Um, but uh, on being honest with yourself plays a big part as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um mm. I think S T said something that was very 
very um important when he was talking about how your taste for those things will decrease mm. and that is so so true i think what i found it so um not even that difficult to like during that period of time i wasn't listening to secular music at all mm. was because when i was delving deeper into gospel music my taste for those things had yeah like had gone mm. but um one thing as well is again like um um for someone that is trying to leave um secular music you have to think about the kind of secular music you're listening to. Mm-hmm. Like, there are some, like, I won't, I'll be honest, like, when, when I hear um, people that I'm with sometimes, mm-hmm. they'll be singing one song or whatever, I'll be, okay, what song is this that mm-hmm. they're listening to? Let me investigate. So mm-hmm. I'll start listening and I'll say, oh, I've got something in my cup. Uh, da, 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 da. Like, <laughs> come on, like, do you not have anything deeper to talk <laughs> yeah. about than that? Like, honestly, like, uh, and it's, it's a, anytime I hear it, I'm just like, what kind of nonsense is this? Yeah, like, yeah. it's just rubbish. Like, I feel like, um the the i the average iq of <laughs> the average iq of the um average hip hop listener has just decreased yeah, over yeah. the years you have before people talking about like people would be listening to things about politics and mm-hmm. all of that now the the wave is now what kind of drugs they're taking mm-hmm. or that the colors that they're seeing from the like what <laughs> i don't understand like what but it seems like in this day and age people want more sound than lyrics mm-hmm. and um you just have to, I think you honestly, like, even if you're not listening, because I've heard people say, oh, I just like the sound, I don't listen to the lyrics. I mm. But the thing is, the lyrics are speaking to you and you don't yeah. even, understand, you don't even yeah. know. There'll be a day mm. you'll be feeling a particular emotion and you'll be like, this isn't me, why am I feeling this way? But mm. it's got to do with the music, music you're listening yeah. to. Um, gospel music doesn't give you space for those kind of emotions yeah. to mm. um, manifest. So mm. um, I'll just say, just seriously um, dissect and look into, like, what kind of music you're listening to. Mm. And the kind like one thing I do as well is watch interviews from the people of um the people of the music that I'm listening mm. to as well. To see where their mindset is at as well. Yeah. Mm. Because the kind of people that you like I'll watch an interview be like, oh this is how I can learn from this person. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. They are talking about things that I, I go through myself. I can learn from this person. Mm. So that's when I'll be like, okay, cool. This person is an educated person. Yeah. They're not just doing music and just blurting nonsense for <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was yeah. Saying. To add on, I think, um, yeah, going back to the whole being real with yourself, I think, um, for instance, if you're in a particular setting, like a party or something, mm. a birthday function, because uh, mm. honestly speaking, mm, and this one might touch a couple of nerves, <laughs> but I've been to, um, like a few birthday functions mm. where, uh, Christian, Christian people, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. you know, but. They're playing s- heavily secular music. Mm. And initially, I asked myself, okay, I'm not expecting you to play gospel because mm. on the one hand, obviously, you're celebrating your birthday and all these things. Mm. But some of the, the, the music I would hear coming out of the, the speakers is a lot of um, profanity. Yeah, yeah. Um, and mind you, these are Christian people that... <laughs> So sometimes you can even be in the atmosphere of Christians mm. and the secular music will be blasting mm. in that manner. But I think in that setting, the question is, what do you do? Mm. Do you know what I mean? What, do, do I now escape the place? Or, <laughs> um, and I think this is where being real with yourself plays a part because um, mm. you see, you have to be honest with yourself. Mm. Um, sometimes if you need to leave the, the room for a yeah. bit just to mm. detox, mm. just do that. Because don't force yourself to be in a place where you know your spirit mm. is not responding 
to to the atmosphere. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Complaining. Exactly. <laughs> and don't 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 be pressured. Mm. Uh, this this walk with God is very very personal. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And and if there's anything that can impact or infringe you from progressing, mm. you have mm. to take every measure to to eradicate yeah. that from yeah. your pathway. So I think in that because it, it does happen a lot mm. where you might find yourself in a particular setting where it wasn't of your own accord for mm. you to be there, but you you happen to be there. So so now what do you do when mm. secular music is coming out of those speakers? Well, just be honest with yourself. Mm. If it requires you to look through your phone and just read some positive, like you go do everything you can. Yeah. Um, and that's what me helped mm. me because, yeah. So that's the advice I'll give to people really mm. and truly. Um, yeah. Um, so for one final question before we end this um so how do you guys feel like we can as christians kind of release our own sound wave to influence people and like bringing jesus to them if that, if mm, that makes mm, sense mm. yeah this one yeah, <laughs> this okay. is this is us actually <laughs> us <laughs> we're right, talking cool. about that so um one scripture that i had in my mind was first corinthians chapter 13 verse one mm. and it said um this is um NLT that I'm reading from said if I could speak all the language of all the languages of earth and of angels mm. but I didn't love others I would only be a noisy noisy gong or a glang, mm. glang goodness a <laughs> clanging symbol mm. all right cool Time to so start. this is yeah <laughs> this is um just talking about how even if you're doing the most you're doing everything it said even if I speak in the language of angels I will still only be a noisy gong or clanging symbol mm. if I do not have love. Yeah. Now, when people talk about preaching Jesus, mm. it's not just about saying Jesus to someone so they know, oh, I know the name Jesus. Because mm. when they say the name Jesus, it's about what Jesus represented. Yeah. If you get what I mean. So um you can know the name Jesus and you can know um all these other names, El Shaddai, mm. everything, yeah. but not even know what love means or yeah. what it means to love other people. Yeah. Um like a lot of people think that when it comes to um gospel music you mm. always have to be saying jehovah jehovah like it's not it, it's not the case yeah a lot of the time you can literally just be talking about music that mm. expresses love yeah and um if you if you're making music that makes people want to be more mm. christ-like yeah without even them no, like do you get what i mean mm. like you don't have to mention christ in your music for people to want to be more mm. christ-like yeah you can literally talk about the attributes that christ had in mm. the music mm. that will make people want to be more that mm. in in that sense um um but yeah that's i think that's what i would say um in terms of like creating your own sound because a lot of the time like i hear a lot of people trying to force it and put um all these like different words in there like it, it would be yeah. different like repent do, do, do. <laughs> music, like, you know it doesn't you know you're forcing it and it doesn't sound comfortable to you and yeah. it comes out in your music just just say things like just stop doing this and do that like it, it, you, you don't have to literally use those <laughs> words so that, so that you get your applause from the church you're going to uh, you, you can literally just do it so that you're, you're really trying to touch mm. people. That's what you're trying to do. And mm. I feel like one issue is that once you do things like that, people label you, label you as a Christian artist. Mm. And a lot of people don't even realize that when these Christian artists are just being listened to by Christians, <laughs> but we're supposed to be the light of the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're supposed mm, to be mm, going mm. into places. Mm. Preach, preacher. <laughs> we're supposed to be going into places where the people that do not go to church, mm, mm, <laughs> and we're supposed mm. to be preaching the gospel to yeah, them. Yeah. So if we want our, if we want our, our sound and our music to reach them, we need to just stop 
burring ourselves into this mm. into this place because I feel like rather than being the light of the world, we're just being light in a place surrounded by more light. Wow. <laughs> rather than <laughs> rather than wow. going into the places where there where mm. there is darkness so that yeah. our music can reach there. Like mm. one thing that I keep talking about Kendrick, but one thing that he does <laughs> that is very that is very um that's something that I took for myself and I'm trying to apply to my own sound now mm. is that he will make music that seems like it's just one radio hit or whatever. Mm, when you're listening yeah. to it at face value, you think that. Yeah. When you that that set the lyrics, you'll be saying, Well, this guy has actually got a message to his music and it's making a lot of sense. More than a lot of people mm. out there that are actually doing. Mm. And mm. that is a way that he he's taking the best of both worlds so that the people that just listen to it for the sound, they're enjoying it. Mm. And they don't understand that the good lyrics are being ministered to their yeah. spirit, man. Do you get me? Mm-hmm. So um yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> to to add to that, I think he's he's actually said um uh, quite a lot in terms mm. of the main things um um you know i think that the, this idea of um us essentially being the light of the world you know and also another thing that jesus made mention of was to go out into the world mm. and preach the gospel essentially you know and the world that he, he speaks of there is literally everything that we see around us mm. so like the workplace and just cosmos essentially mm. that's where we're supposed to go to preach the gospel mm. and obviously as we know you, uh, many ways of preaching you know music can be a one way uh, and all these things but i think it becomes a problem when um you're making it too cliche or you're using mm. a lot of cliche mm. uh, not just words but kind of mechanism to, mm. to go about uh, releasing that, mm. that message. Mm. And I think it's about time Christian rappers and singers and all these other um, um, areas, like just be real with yourself, mm. do you know what I mean? And, and be creative, right? And that actually reminds me of my first point, which is God him, God is a very creative person, you mm. know? Um, I remember I was sharing this with someone some, some months ago or something. And they were telling me how they were studying Genesis, right? Mm. And they 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 saw the word create, and they were speaking. They were just trying to show me how essentially God is very creative. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And if God is that creative, how much more us, if mm. we're made in His image and likeness? And I think we we um, can give ourselves the opportunity to to really experiment this creativity mm. and to really like flourish in this aspect of being creative mm. through music as well mm. um and that's the that's the reason why because if christian rappers and singers and whatnot were as creative as the secular sounds mm. we wouldn't have a problem having to do you know what i mean get that message Literally. across mm. there's there really shouldn't be any problem mm. because if anything our words have life yeah our words are spirit do you know what i mean mm. jesus said the words i speak to your spirit and life now, bearing that in mind, if this is if this is what we possess, mm. but for some reason we're struggling mm. to reach people and get through to people, mm. then something's wrong. Does that make sense? Yeah. Something must be wrong. It can't be the potency of the of the message. It mm. can't be that. It must mm. be the manner in which that message has been delivered. Mm. It's the same thing as a preacher um, having, you know, all the 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 knowledge mm. um, of what. God has said he should come and preach for this Sunday. Mm. You've received the message and everything. You're well prepared. But your delivery 
you didn't work on that. Mm. Your delivery, mm. yeah. you you forgot about that. You just mm. thought, yeah, revelation. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Let me come and just drop the revelation. Mm. Yeah, it don't work like that. Delivery is important mm. as well. Mm. Um, and it's through the delivery that the potency of the message will, will strike a chord in the hearts of the mm. people. And that comes through being creative. Yeah. Sometimes if you have to bust bounce in the in the sermon, you have to do that. <laughs> yeah, literally. See what I mean? And the same principles apply for music. You mm-hmm. have to be creative in every uh, way, shape, or form to ensure that the message is being delivered in the right way. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think that's what we need to do, man, as Christian rappers and mm. just creatives, essentially. Mm. And you know, it's deep, man. Mm. Wow. Well. Uh, well, thanks guys for joining. Uh, no I've learned a lot from both of you myself. I didn't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, thanks guys for joining once again. Uh, um, see you guys next time. Uh, see you. See you. Show. <laughs>